How is he only a 90 overall? You have Richard Sherman, some old man who can't run for Jack. You need to put respect on Zach Ertz's name and a bunch of other tight ends that should be higher than Rob Gronkowski. The man hasn't played since 2018. He's not going to be the NLFVP. And then, <laughs> and then he goes onto an Instagram live where he, he seems to have been under the influence Smoking a cigar. I don't think MVP is indicative of the best player in the league. Welcome back to Go Chat. We are back here with the 39th episode. If you're new here, hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell notifications to get notified when we post new episodes. Follow us on Instagram everywhere. We had an interview with Brandon Sports Talk. It was um, it was a good one. Check it out. Uh, but let's get right into it. Go to number 39. Tommy, who's your go to number 39? I'm going to go with Roy Campanella. <laughs> He was a great catcher for the Brooklyn Dodgers back in the 50s, um, 40s and 50s. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, over 1,000 hits, 242 career home runs, 276 a career hitter, which is very impressive for a catcher, 35.6 career war. Um, and he won three MVP awards, uh, which is very impressive as well. You think about more modern guys who have done it like A-Rod. Um, and his career was cut short. Uh, due to an accident. Um, he only played 10 seasons, but he was great in all 10 of those years. So Roy Campanella, he's my go the number 39. Mike, who's your go? Uh, this is a pretty easy one for me. I'm going with Dominic Hasek, one of the best goalies of all time, arguably the best goalie of all time. He's a two-time cup winner, two-time heart winner. For those of you that don't know, the Heart Memorial Trophy in the NHL is – the MVP trophy for the NHL. So for a goalie to win that two times is absolutely ridiculous. Um, he's a six-time Vezina winner, six-time All-Star, three-time Jennings winner. And this guy was just an absolute stud on wherever he went, whether it was Chicago, Buffalo, or Detroit. He was awesome, awesome, awesome Dominic Hasek, GOAT of the number 39. Connor? I'm going to agree with Tommy here. I think Roy Campanello was just <laughs> – He's a really good catcher. I mean, Tommy mentioned he played in 10 seasons. He was an eight-time All-Star. Um, I'm not going to waste your time um, saying some of the stats that Tommy had already said. So, Tommy already said them. Matt, why don't you give us up? Uh, my go to number 39 is Larry Sinaka. Um, he's a fullback or a running back. I mean, the position says fullback here, but it says running back there. So, who really knows? Um, five-time Pro Bowler, two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time All-Pro comeback player of the year and, and is in the hall of fame he was really there for the dolphins in the beginning um of the super bowl era you know especially when they won the super bowl so that's my go to number 39 um any anyone have a shout out i mean it was pretty hard for me Daryl strawberry in the mlb here's a 39 just for the yankees he wore other numbers and he wore like another number with the yankees too but his last four years he wore 39 Oh, awesome. Well, we'll be getting into, <laughs> we'll be getting into some baseball coming up next. See you guys there. Welcome back to Go Chat. We are now entering the month of October, which means we are at the best part of the season for the MLB. It's the postseason. We have a whole bunch of matchups. Now we see the new playoff format going into going into kick here. We have four wild card matchups for each uh each division or each um oh league. gosh what was it called league. conference i conference. guess conference <laughs> league each league league thank you guys so we're just going to kind of go down through those uh those games and just kind of 
kind of give you guys our predictions. We're only going to do the wild card round for now, and then once we move on, we'll go we'll go more in depth once we get into the divisional championship, and then obviously the World Series. So we'll just start with the wild card rounds, and we'll start with a uh, a six versus a three seed, and the Astros versus the Twins. Mike, I'll start with you. Um, I got the Twins in this one. The Astros haven't been too impressive this season with the loss of uh, Garrett Cole. Um, they really got Justin Verlander. That, that's about it there. Their hitting's still pretty solid, but the Twins have just been so good all year. I think they'll win this series. Well, and you mentioned Justin Verlander, but he's actually done for the season with elbow oh. injuries. I, I totally forgot. Thank Matt, you. Matt, what's your pick here? I'm going to go with an upset here. I'm going to take the Astros. I, I don't really have any reasoning behind that. I'm just taking the Astros. <laughs> and now we're going to get Tommy to yell at you here. Tommy, who's your pick? Well, I'm going to disagree with Matt. I'm going to go with the Twins. They're just a much better team overall. Um, like you mentioned, the injury of Justin Verlander, that really hurt them in the 60-game season, I think, overall. You know, they had guys struggle all throughout the lineup, but I think it might have been different in a full season. But um, I'm going to go with the Twins. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I'm going to go with the Twins. And I, I mean, disclaimer right now, I could see them as a team going very far in the American League. We'll move down now to a, a seven versus a two matchup. That game's happening right now. It's the top of the eighth. The White Sox are beating the two seed in the athletics right now. So, I mean, it looks like the White Sox are going to take a one nothing game lead there. Did the seven seed finish off the number two athletics? Tommy, I'll start with you here. I definitely think they will. I thought that they might even before this game. Um, and like you mentioned, game one, that's, that's huge, right? In a three-game series, it's very important. So um, they have a great young team, Luis Robert. Uh, Jose Abreu, who had a great year. So I think they're going to continue it. And Lucas Giolito, he's pitched great today so far, and he's going to help them, um, you know, throughout the entire postseason. But I have them in this one. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Tommy here. Um, the Athletics, they had a good 60-game season. But obviously, in a 162-game season, they're not a number two seed in the postseason. So I think the, the, the White Sox are the better team here. No matter what the seeding is, the White Sox are just a better, younger team, and they're going to win game one here, and then I think they'll probably win game two. Mike? Um, I picked A's before the series started. Obviously, you know, the White Sox have come out to a hot start. But I'm still going to roll with the A's here. They don't really have the, the huge talent that the White Sox have, like um, Abreu or Luis Robert. Or Tim, even Tim Anderson, right? He's got Chapman, Olsen, and, and a bunch of guys that just do a bunch of different things. So, the, but the thing is, the A's just find a way to win games, and I think they'll find a way to win the next two games and uh, close up the series against the White Sox. Matt, what's your pick here? I had the A's before, you know, this game, so I'm going to stick with them too. I'm going to roll with Mike. All right, now we're moving into an AL East matchup, Blue Jays versus the Rays. The Rays are the number one seed in the East. They had a really good 60-game season. Do we see them going pretty far? Matt, I'll start with you here. Uh, yeah, I got the Rays. Um, I don't think the Blue Jays can knock them off. You know, that would be a pretty big upset being one versus eight. But I think the Rays are a very good team. I think they possibly, you know, we're not doing that. But I feel like they could possibly make a deep, um, be a deep threat in the playoffs. Tommy, who's your pick here? I'm going to go with the Rays. I'm really hoping for the Blue Jays because whoever wins this series would be who the Yankees play if they advance um, and they struggle against them. But, you know, that's another topic. But I just think that the Rays are a much more complete team and they, they have more veterans on their roster as well. You look at the Blue Jays, though, they're really strong with Bo Bichette, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., 
uh, Kevin Biggio. So I think it's going to be a good series. I think this will go three games, uh, but I think the Rays are just more complete and they're going to win this one. Mike? Um, I'm going with the Rays too. I, I think they're going to make it out of the AL and uh, get to the World Series. Um, so I, I love this Rays team. I think this is their year to, you know, get somewhere, at, at least to the World Series, if not win it. So I'm taking the Rays in this one easily. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rays here as well. Um, Blue Jays have a good young core. Maybe next season we'll see them make a bigger push. Um, but right now it's just good. It's the Rays, the, the Rays series to lose. Now we're going to move down to the uh, the Yankees and the Indians. Probably one of the, the toughest series that we're going to have to pick here. Tommy, I'll start with you. You're the obvious Yankees fan. Yeah, I have the Yankees, of course. I um, I think this is going to be a really good series. So, I mean, game one tonight, when this comes out, you'll know the results already. But I'm really excited for it. Garrett Cole against Shane Bieber, who won the, uh, the pitching triple crown. So, I'm really excited. I think, um, again, this will go to three games. And I think that they both have really good lineups. I think the Yankees is better and they're a more complete team. But the Indians could definitely do it in a, in a three-game series. But I think the Yankees will come out on top. Mike, what you got here? I'm disagreeing. I'm taking the Indians. I got that Bieber fever. <laughs> I, I, think, I think Shane Bieber's coming out winning game one easily. Uh, I don't know who's pitching game two for the Indians. I know Carrasco is pitching game three, if I'm not mistaken. Carrasco's so I think game two. Oh, Carrasco's pitching game two? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, yep. So, I mean, I, I, I think the Indians are going to come out and win this series and knock off the big, bad Yankees. Let's go, Indians, baby. Uh, disclaimer before, this is actually is for GOAT picks, so we actually don't have to go through this while we do our GOAT pick segment. But um, same with the, another one coming up. But – I'm going to go with the Yankees. Um, I love Shane Bieber, my man Justin, um, and Zach Polizak. Both on my fantasy team for the majority of the season, and I did win that. I only lost once, which is kind of miraculous, being that I was um, – I know the least baseball out of everyone here. I mean, you can, even, you can obviously tell I say like seven words for my prediction. <laughs> but I'm going to go with the Yankees. I think the Yankees, um, they have a lot of big hitters. DJ LeMahieu, Luke Voigt. Um, I still don't think they're going to make it to the – or I still don't think they're going to win the World Series, but uh, I got the Yankees here. Yeah, I'm going to take the Yankees. Um, there's no real explanation. I'm just going to take the Yankees. <laughs> now we're going to move into the NL side. We'll start with the Reds and the Braves. This is another pick series, so we'll just give our picks here, and then we don't have to just talk about them in pick Uh Matt? I'm going to go with the Braves here. I think, you know, Trevor Bauer, obviously, great pitcher. For the Reds, um, they've had a they've had a great season sneaking into the playoffs. But I'm gonna go with the Braves here. Um, yeah, I mean, Dansby Swanson was on my fantasy team. Of course, I gotta go with the Braves. <laughs> that fantasy um, team okay. did win the. Um, they did win the uh, world. My fantasy team, you know, World Series. Tommy, what's your pick? I'm gonna go with the Reds here. I I really like their team and. Matt, I mean, the Braves, they're a really good team as well. So I like both of these teams. It's going to be a great series, I think. But you mentioned the pitching. Trevor Bauer, uh, Luis Castillo, and then Sonny Gray um, is going to be who Cincinnati's going to throw in this one. And I just think they're going to shut down the Braves. 
Um, and I think that the Braves will play well. You know, you have Acuna, Acuna, um, Ozzy Albies, um, and they have a really good lineup. So wow. I think they'll get at least one game, but it's going to be the Reds. Mike, I'm going to have to disagree here. Um, even though the Reds are throwing out really tough pitching, I think the Braves are going to take two out of the three. They got Max Freed pitching in game one. So that's some good competition for Trevor Bauer. Not quite Trevor Bauer, but good competition nonetheless. And this Braves, this Braves team is really hot. Freddie Freeman, uh, he won NL Player of the Month. He batted like 340 in like the month. Like a lot of home runs, a lot of RBIs. I don't know the exact stats for that. All I know is that the Braves are hot and they're rolling into the postseason. So I'm going to take them in this series. I'm going to take the Reds. I just think it's going to be the Reds pitching that gets them over the hump. Trevor Bauer is going to be a guaranteed win game one. I don't care that Freed is pitching. Trevor Bauer is not going to lose that game. This is really, if I'm not mistaken, this is Trevor Bauer's like real first taste of playoff baseball. If I'm correct, right? Um, he didn't he have it with the Indians, with the Indians yeah. but um, he pitched with them a little bit. But, you know, I think this is kind of his first time being the ace of a team in the postseason. Yeah. So that's a good point, Connor. I mean, it'll the, be interesting to see how he handles that. This is prime Trevor Bauer that we're seeing. I don't think he's going to lose a game. Um, he's going to put everything into it. He's going to, we're going to hear all the grunts. He's going to do everything he can, and the Reds are going to take this series. All right, now we're going to move to maybe one of the most clear one-sided um, matchups in the first round in the Cubs versus the Marlins. Matt. Cubbies. Come on, I had you Darvish on my fantasy team. Of course, I got to go with the Cubbies. You Darvish also is going to – he should win the NL uh, – Cy Young. No, Trevor Bauer's going to, but it's okay. No, you Darvish. Mike. You Darvish. Mike, who's your pick? Um, <laughs> I'm going to take the Cubs here as well. I don't think it's going to be as one side as you think the Marlins were good for some reason this season. So they might get one game, but I'm taking the Cubs nonetheless. Tommy? I agree. I have the Cubs here. I really do like the Marlins. They had a great year and um, you know, I'm happy for Derek Jeter. He's gotten that team to where they are. But, you know, I just don't think it's their year quite yet. They're going to get a lot better here in the next few years, and they're going to get a taste of the postseason, but the Cubs are going to take this one. Yeah, I'll agree. It's got to be the Cubs here. Um, we'll now move to the Cardinals-Padres. Cardinals only played 58 games in the 60-game season. They were still able to slide in. Uh, Matt, who you got here? I'm going to go with the Padres, obviously, with Tatis, Machado, you know, that whole squad getting Clevenger in the, um, before the trade deadline. I think Padres are – I don't know if they make a deep run because, you know, they'd have to play Dodgers if I'm correct. But um, they're definitely a very talented team. Well, I'm going to pick the Padres here as well. I just think they're a much better team than the Cardinals. That's all I really have to say. Mike? I'm taking the Padres as well. Um, <clears throat> Cardinals just – I don't know. They, they they just can't really get into a groove. They're just mediocre right now, and the Padres are on top of their game, so I'm taking the Padres. And Tommy? Yeah, I agree. The Padres are just a really complete team. Like you said, Matt, adding Mike Clevenger at the deadline was huge for them, and they have Tatis, they have Hosmer, they have Machado. That team is just great, and um, they're going to be around for a long time, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, it's been a long time. I don't know. Maybe you guys know the last time they were in it, but it's probably been over 10 years since the Padres were in the postseason. So I'm excited for this one, but I'm going to take San Diego. 1894. 
1894. And our final matchup in the wild card round is the Brewers and the Dodgers. The Dodgers, obviously a World Series favorite. I definitely see them making it past this first round over the Brewers. The Brewers are not over 500. They finished the season 29 and 31. I think the Dodgers handle things here pretty easily. Mike, what do you got? I agree. I'm saying the Dodgers, not much to say. They're just the best team in baseball. And Matt? Dodgers, baby. Okay, that was was (laughs) weird. I don't want to hear that again. Tommy? I'm going to agree. The Dodgers, they're going to win. They're the best team in the National League, Mike, not all baseball. We have a team in the Bronx that's better, but um, yeah, I got my Shane Bieber tonight, best pitcher in baseball this season. Tommy, Tommy, can you? I had him in fantasy too. Can you give your answer? Oh, oh, way that Matt, wait, was Matt, who'd you have on to answer? Uh, Justin Bieber, my man. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. What'd you say, Connor? I, can you give your answer to the Dodgers Brewer series in the voice that Matt was doing? Oh, I don't think I can do that in, in, in that voice, but Dodgers, baby. Come on, do right. it. No, I could do that. <laughs> All right, well, that's kind of going to I will give you another dollar. No, I'm not giving Tommy any more money. That's going to kind of wrap up our uh, MLB wild cards um, round segment. Definitely drop your guys' picks in the comments. If you guys disagree with us on any of them, drop them down below. I'm sure we'll be able to talk it out with you guys. All right, so we're going to move into our, uh, our GOAT picks and then go to the week right after this. <laughs> Welcome back to Go Chat. We are here with the GOAT picks. You checked the leaderboard out. I was fourth. Two episodes ago, I was fourth, and I was like, okay, I'm going to make this a make or break, whatever. Now I'm second in the leaderboard after going 4-0. and um, I'm sorry that you guys doubted my Packers. You know, it's okay. Um, you know, Mike went with the Nuggets, too. You know, I went for it all. I went for it all. <laughs> he went for it all. He did. Now the leaderboard, Connor's in first still. He's actually – I'm killing us. Like, I don't even think we're even going to catch up to him. I'm in second just by one win over Mike and Tommy tied for third. But, hey, it's, it's a new week. Anything can happen. We already did the two MLB. So let's go to game one of the NBA. Connor claims he's never going to pick against the Heat, which might kill him pretty much this whole series, depending on who wins, you know, of course. So, Connor, Lakers or Heat? Heat? I've told you I'm never going to pick against the Heat. And they're going to go into game one, and they're going to win. They're I, I, going to win. Connor, I forget. you probably didn't know. LeBron is ripped. You still want to go with the Heat? I do. I do still want to go with the Heat because um, statistically, the best two defenders on LeBron James are Jimmy Butler and Andre Iguodala, both playing for the Miami Heat. And then Bam Adebayo had a great, has had a great playoff series or season. And now he's going to be able to match up against Anthony Davis, and I think he's going to be able to do well against Anthony Davis. They may not wind up winning the series. I'm not saying they're going to win the NBA Finals or the trophy here. I'm saying they're going to come in and win game one. Okay, I just want to make sure. You know, Jimmy Butler is not ripped like that. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to take the Lakers game one. Mike? I'm going with the Heat. I'm a believer now, baby. Heat in seven. I'm saying it right here, right now. The Heat will win the NBA Finals in seven games. I'm taking the Heat in game one. Let's go. Tommy? I think that the Heat could win this series, but I'm going to take the Lakers They're gonna in win game it. one. I They're going to win it. I believe, Connor. I believe. They, the Heat are no joke. They're on fire. Historic. 
Yeah, I mean, they're a great team, but I don't know. I just think I'm going to agree with you, Matt. I think that the Lakers are going to win in game one. I think they're a more complete team, but I think the Heat have played outstanding, and I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun series. I mean, I don't want to make this like a preview, if any sorts, if we're going to do that next episode, but Lakers haven't been past five games. Just saying. Okay. And the Heat were four, five, and six. The Heat have lost. So, so three, they average five games. The Heat have lost. The Heat have lost three. Mike games makes a good point. The Lakers have lost three games in the playoffs. Let's go, Heat, Connor. Let's go. Man, I don't know what's going on with him. But we're gonna head over to the NFL. Connor's other. These are both Connor's favorite teams, which is kind of surprising. We got the Denver Broncos, who can't. I don't even think they have like Jeff Driscoll's their quarterback. They're on three. We have the New York Jets, who literally, New York Jets, just awful. We'll throw them out, like, of anything. Both on three, Connor, Thursday Night Football, who are you going with? Well, I'm not going to go with my favorite team here. Um, the Broncos are going to win this game, and then Friday morning, Adam Gase is going to get fired. There's already been reports going out that uh, higher-up management's already interviewing for interim head coaches and have already reached out to Adam Gase's agent. So... Jets lose this game on Thursday. Adam Gase is gone on Friday. Jets can finally start to groom Sam Donald back into the quarterback that we may have seen his first season. I think we should, like, think about Josh Allen versus Sam Donald and just Josh Allen's pretty much an MVP considerable favorite here. But and Sam Donald's just – I mean, Sam Donald's literally playing with, like, fifth-string wide receivers. But I mean, still, but Josh Allen's better either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to go with the Broncos. This is kind of getting off track, but I'm going to go with the Broncos. I am hopeful for the Jets to win this game. You know, I think it's this is probably their best chance to win, to be honest. It's the Broncos who don't even really have a starting quarterback, but go with the Broncos here. Mike? I'm going to go with the Jets, and hear me out. Do you know who the starting quarterback is for the Denver Broncos? Jeff Driscoll. Nope. Brett Rypian. What happened to Driscoll? I, I don't know. He played horrible last game against Tampa Bay. I don't know what happened, but Brett Ripien is starting Thursday against the New York Jets. The Denver Broncos just put Jarrell Casey on the uh, IR with the torn bicep. They have $58 million on the IR right now. They're in no position to win any games right now, and this might be the Jets' only one of the season. I'm not even joking. So I think this is the game for the Jets to win. And Gase is probably going to get fired this season. There have been talks about that. But I just, I just think that this is the game for the Jets to win. The, this is the easiest game on their schedule. Man, who the heck is Brett Ripon? I just learned about this guy. Exactly. They put up 10 points against a Buccaneer defense that isn't fantastic. It isn't shut down in any sort of way. But you know what? Here's the thing with the Jets is – it doesn't matter who goes out and plays quarterback because they were playing the Bills a couple of years ago with Matt Barkley under center and the Bills put up 48 points. So, I, I mean, it's definitely not a name that anybody knows. But at the end of the day, I've been witnessing a lot of Jets games over, over my life and a lot of Jets disappointment over my life. And a quarterback who goes under center for the opposing team isn't going to change anything. Don't they have Bortles? Like, am I just? Or they do have. They like, do have Bortles, but they just Bortles is so bad that they're starting Brett Ripien. Oh my God! All right, Tommy, we forgot about you. 
Who would you pick? Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about going with the Jets, but then Mike picked him, and he went one and three last week, so I don't know. I, Dude, I, I last week was not good, Tommy. I I have to say, last week wasn't good. And we Mike. just said that Mike went zero for two in the NFL games, and he's also on a cold from the Dolphins game. I'm on a hot streak, Tommy. Just saying. I know you're doing great. This so is where I we turn it around. Go. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just kidding with you. Mike. Either hop on the train now or don't get on at all. Yeah, I'm not going to get on the train. I'm going to go with the <laughs> I, uh, well, I picked the Jets, like, not in our pick-ems, but in the NFL segment last week. And, you know, that didn't work out for me, so I'm not going to pick them again. Dude, but they were playing the Colts. I know, but I just had a feeling that they were going to pull this upset, that they were going to be like, Well, oh Jamison Crowder also might be playing Thursday, even if he's on the field at some semblance of a uh, threat. But anyways... Um, Matt, take us into our next game. We've talked uh, n- enough about the Jets. No offense, Connor. No, we're actually we're actually done with games. But um, oh. shout out to the Tampa Bay Lightning for winning these. Let's teams. go, Tommy. Let's we go. did it. Thirteen, Mike. Hit the nail on the head, baby. I yeah. know it was exciting, but you know, I was no- very happy for Stamkos to finally lift that cup. I ha- I have to say, yeah, it was. It was a good thing to see. I kind of got the chills, but, you know, just the way that they present it. But we also have to go of the week, so we can't get off track anymore. So we'll be back with that next. We are back with the signature segment, Go of the Week. We check the standings. I reclaim the top uh, once again with six. Uh, Mike and Connor are at five. And Tommy's at four. There we go. Yep. <laughs> That's not good, Tommy. Hey, if we were golfing, I'd be winning, so it's all right. (laughs) Last week, um, Justin Herbert won me with that impressive um, overtime loss. (laughs) But against the Chiefs. Very impressive loss. He played – he was incredible. I mean, I don't think we have to go through that again and give Tommy a dollar. But new go of the week. Uh, Tommy, who's your go of the week? I'm going to go with DJ LeMayhew. I know that I'm probably going to be the only person to pick a baseball uh, person, but – he won the batting title this week. He was the first Yankee to do so since Bernie Williams did in 1998. And he won the Major League batting title as well. Only the fourth Yankee all-time to do that, uh, which is very impressive as well. So DJ's the man. We all know it. He comes through in the clutch always. And I'm hoping he can play well in the postseason for the Yankees. He had some big hits in the playoffs last year. Um, and they better re-sign him. That's all I have to say because – he, we would be nowhere without DJ LeMahieu the past two years. He's really helped the team, and he had a great year again this year. So. The Mets should have signed him instead of Jed Lowry. Same exact contract, two different players. <laughs> well, like, that's what the Mets do, Mike. It's okay. I know that's what the Mets do. I, I get it. I know that's what the Mets do. You know how many games Jed Lowry played for the Mets? Like three. But Yeah, like literally three games. Anyways, but, I'm sorry. But now you got Steve <laughs> Cohen. He's going to help you out. Steve so. Cohen is getting big money. Big money. He's, he's taking Catherine away from the Yankees. Might no. as well just give us your go, your go of the week, Mike. Well, my go of the week is actually the MVP of the Stanley Cup playoffs, Victor Hedman. This guy was absolutely <laughs> phenomenal for the Lightning. He was the driving force. Um, he had 22 points in 25 games. That's almost a point a game for a defenseman. That's absolutely phenomenal. That's fifth in all the playoffs in points. That's against forwards. That's against centers. And that's against wingers. 
This guy was absolutely outstanding. Um, plus 13 on the ice. And he did win the Conn Smythe Award MVP for all the playoffs. If I don't win this week, I probably won't because it's a hockey player. And no one, you know, knows who the heck Victor Hedman is. But Victor Hedman 100% deserves GOAT of the Week this week. Quick, Tommy, who's Victor Edmund? I don't. Oh, well, he won the. No, I, I, I was going to say prior to this, I don't know, but he won the, the MVP of the finals, right? Yep, exactly. Okay, okay good. My goal of the week is uh, Nick, Nick, Nick Foles. Um, <laughs> probably going to have to bleep that out, but Nick Foles um, coming in for the Chicago Bears takeover for awful. Uh, Mitch Trubisky never liked him from the beginning. Actually, you know, I have to like him because he throws interceptions. But the Bears came back from another blown lead by Atlanta, scoring 20 points in the, 20 points in the fourth quarter, Foles 188 yards, three touchdowns, one interception that I thought can go either way. It was kind of Robinson going up for a catch, and they both caught it at the same time. I don't know. The refs, you know, it's okay. He's still a go for coming back and leading that Bears team to, an under, to victory and becoming 3-0. Connor, why don't you take us away for your of the week? So for all our viewers out here, um, I decided to step away from sports this week for my go to the week. Um, I'm going to try not to get too emotional with you guys. Um, this week, one of my good friends passed away unexpectedly. And he was a big sports guy. He was big in baseball. He had a D1 scholarship to Iona College. And... He was one of my coaches for my baseball team, and he was big in sports for me. And um, that's the reason why he's going to be my go to the week this week. His, uh, his name is Matt Nash, and he played a big role for me and why I'm doing all of this with you guys today and where I am. So uh, for that reason, he's going to be my go to the week and expect no campaigning from me because I do not intend to campaign. I just want to get his name out there for everyone to hear and to enjoy. Um, I'm very sorry for your loss, Connor, and my thoughts and prayers go out to um, his family, friends, and everyone that loved him around that community. I appreciate same, I'm sure the same goes for me and Tommy, you know. Obviously, you know, losses are a tragedy, but, you know, just remember, you know, it, it's okay to not be okay, but there, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. We're very sorry, Connor. Thank you all. Uh, I'm happy just to be able to get on here and uh, talk with you guys about sports because it takes my mind off of everything. So I, I appreciate all three of you more than you know. Of course. Yep, me too. Um, but with that being said, another great episode. Um, hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button. Um, follow us on Instagram. Follow us everywhere. Um, you know where to reach us. Uh, if you ever get lost, go to the link tree in our Instagram bio. But other than that, we'll see you guys for next episode.